0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt. I fucking love you, Givanesi. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co host of the Listen Money Matters podcast. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Fiebert.
1: Mm, I felt like we we're at a pageant. Here he is, the most beautiful man in the universe.
0: Here he, here he. It's Andrew Febert. How's S- business?
1: Sup, dude? It, it's good. All right. My my top secret business is making up for my not top secret business.
0: Um, I have a question. Mm. The new year, right? It's yeah. 2020. You know, usually I, you know, I get the new year starts. And I have like a million ideas and I try to accomplish them all in a month. And by February, I burn the fuck out. <laughs> are you doing that? Or are you, do you think that you're oh, yeah, pacing dude. yourself? You are doing that.
1: I already rebranded the site. <laughs> uh, we're going to, I'm going to finish
0: the course this month. I'm right, just telling right.
1: you all the stupid shit. We're launch, not stupid shit, but all this shit we're launching with Lasso. And do you
0: think you'll burn out by February?
1: I'm, I'm like basically burned out already. By so, now. All right. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's what is it today? Today is the ninth. I got like January. one good hour a day. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm, um, I feel like I'm pacing myself this year. Usually, I kind of like everything needs to change or everything needs to be better, and I kind of do all the things in January, and then by February, I'm like, oh god damn it, I nothing changed, nothing got better, <laughs> and I'm somehow burned, burned out. Like I'm somehow like I've overworked myself or I'm stressed to the max.
1: I mean, I don't want to do you're that. Good because I think you said you're bre- you're brewing one beer a week. Uh, yeah, you're gonna create a cookbook.
0: Yeah, um, an exclusive
1: podcast
0: and one of the other things you told me you were doing today a, a video, well yeah so I'm doing uh, two courses at once this month, three courses technically uh, yeah, uh, uh, a cookbook quote unquote, uh, air yeah, quotes look, there look
1: at you cool, calm and collected right, just, yeah. just relaxing
0: <laughs> yeah, your face isn't red from stress, from grinding your teeth at night yeah <laughs> No, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I. I. You're. But so you are doing that. So nothing's changed every year around this it's time. Built for this. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, uh, that's not what we're talking about this. This episode. It's gonna actually we're <laughs> gonna talk so about the complete, the complete opposite. The complete <laughs> opposite. So uh, in this episode, we're talking about running our businesses on autopilot. Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> but before we get started, this episode is brought to you by. Money Lab Pro, you've been asking for it and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and MoneyLab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, MoneyLab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. We're talking about running our businesses on autopilot. So, Andrew, it's the new year. As we said earlier, uh, you've just gotten back from. Are, are, are you back from paternity leave? I was technically back in December. Okay, so yeah, uh, and that's and, and would you say that's probably the longest break you've had from your business ever?
1: Yes, and it wasn't even a full break. Uh, you know, I was still like peeking at things sure Messaging people that work for us yeah so uh, so
0: how long were you gone like how I mean, long I was, was your mostly paternity gone
1: to- in december it was it was november i agree that i wasn't in earnest going to be doing things through the end of the year so november december i'd say i was at 20% all right
0: so for 2 months you were operating at 20% yeah and then uh for me um i had some family issues and I had to take a long break, uh, in the fall from like end of September. So all of October really. And then in November I came back and then for Christmas, I went, took another long break. I was working, um, but mostly on lasso at that time.
1: I was going to, I was going to say, I forgot I was talking to and, uh, it's like I know you're when you're bored because you want to chat like all the time and you're like doing all the stuff. I see you're like pushing code.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, when was that? Oh, that it's was December. Uh, oh, in December I was pushing mad code. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Wait. What? You're, what are you saying now? You know I was bored because you because you keep wanting to talk to me. Oh, when I you mean when I was home when I was back in Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. But that I was also like where we were working on lasso. So like, yeah, we were that also was that so. yeah.
1: This, this was like a joke that you pulled out into like a five minute thing.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So, uh, but before we took our business breaks, you and I spent a lot of time figuring out our processes to help our businesses run better on their own. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, like you said, you were operating at 20%. So how did things go when you were at
1: 20%? I mean, fine. Uh, in that my main brand was tanking. But that tanked th- in
0: October, right? That tank, before you took the break. Star-
1: yes, it started before the break. So there was okay. a drop uh, at the end of September and a drop at the end of October. Um, and then because it was dropping and because I couldn't do things, um, I kind of just told everyone to stop mm. and we'll we'll talk next year.
0: And during those, during those two months... Except
1: for Lasso. Lasso continued. Yeah, it
0: continued. But before those two months, like nothing really changed, right?
1: No, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. I mean...
0: But the business wasn't running on autopilot, right? It wasn't... Um, people weren't, like, actively working. They were just kind of, like, on hiatus.
1: For the most part.
0: Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, so so did you have anybody... Do you, do you have anybody who takes over for you in case of, like, an emergency or, like, an absence? Like, let's say you go on vacation. Like, is there anybody you're like, nope, you're in charge this week, I'm out?
1: You know, you're making me feel like I really have this, st- <laughs> this stuff shittily set up. Like, if I... <laughs> Was crossing the street on my way home today, slipped and cracked my head on something. Yes. like it, everything is like just locked.
0: Really? Yeah, I don't know yes, that anyone. It, would it be goes able in to. the gridlock. It isn't. Yeah. It doesn't stop. It doesn't fail. Or it's, it stops, but it doesn't fail. Right.
1: Money still flows into accounts. Sure. People have admin access on things, but generally speaking, everything would grind to a halt.
0: Why? Why do you think that is? You know, we
1: had a really good publishing thing set up before.
0: Like a schedule,
1: with a schedule. But then we kind of paused up because we weren't sure what was happening with writing. Um, I, I guess I've been kind of—I don't want to say resistant to it. You've been—you have been pulling me, kicking and screaming, although less screaming lately. Into like documenting everything, mm. and making sure that it all happens without me. I think yeah. that you have far and beyond done that better.
0: Mm. Thank you,
1: especially with Swim University.
0: Yeah and i can't tell you the reason why that is i think it's you know like i think it be- said when you were away that it kind of ran on its own i mean look when i was away um everyone on the team michelle stephanie uh raz tony uh stacy everyone stepped up everyone stepped up i mean there was a there was it was a it was an it, it was an emergency um but that's I mean that you can't ask for more than that, right? Like it wasn't and I think I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's because you know the team is small enough, everyone works together really well, everyone cares a lot, you know, um which is good. And you know, people I don't know. I don't know what I cultivated. I don't think it's I don't had nothing to do with SOPs. I had you know, I don't think that is the the true secret of it, right? It's like yes, there are SOPs for like how to process you know, ref- refunds from customers, how to answer customer service requests, how you know, people email in with questions from some university. Yeah, there is an entire document on how to deal with that, right? Um, that is autopilot. That is systems. That is processes, right? But then there's human parts, right? There's people who, like, go, who step up to the plate. Mm. And that's where I keep, I, mean, I don't know if we ever did an episode on this idea of, you know, in 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 our world, we want to hire mechanical turks, right? And I don't even know if that mm-hmm. might be a racist thing. I don't even know if that's know.
1: it's it's the name of an Amazon service, so right? It's an all
0: right. I don't I don't know. It feels for some reason it feels <laughs> not the right thing. But the the idea that like you hire human robots to do tasks for you, right? And what's, what's great about that is that, yes, you can create an SOP and you can give it to somebody and they'll just perform the task, right? Something that that requires a little bit of human, you know, uh, capacity to, to do. But uh, then when shit hits the fan or an emergency happens or, you know, maybe you just want to take a month off because of paternity leave or whatever, no one going to step up they're just going to rely on the, the sops and if the sops aren't there then nothing gets done and then with the if, when the sop fails what happens you know mm. like what if you know for example we have an sop on how to process refunds but what if this one case comes through and it's like well how the fuck does do i do this one and it's like who will be there to answer that question um if you're just a mechanical turk who's not who doesn't have the, who's not a real, they are humans, but they're acting like robots and they're not meant to to figure that out. And so I think like the idea that what if you hired people instead of one off, you know, robots, robot people, I guess, it's I mean, more expensive, right?
1: You know, and not even necessarily. Um, I, I think the problem that I have is there's like these two, Not well, there's, there's many types of people, but um they're like the self-driven ones. I know yeah. you have like a lot of people in your team that essentially are like filling voids. Like you disappear and they're like, like finally I could jump into mass <laughs> right, and right, do X, right. Y, and Z. Um, I don't know if you have this or have had this. Uh, we we have had this where um, someone will do a thing and they'll do mm-hmm. it good as long as you're looking and, and you're mm-hmm. like really looking. And when you look away, it may not happen, may not happen as good, uh, you know,
0: I'm trying to think back to my, my days in the pool industry when, when my boss or my manager, so I was, I was an assistant manager or even if I wasn't and my manager was off that day, well, Mm. the responsibility got passed on to me. Right. And so I took that responsibility seriously. I'm like, we got to get shit done today. And then sometimes I'm like, you know what today, you know? teacher had a had a party last night we're watching a movie you know what i mean like that i had those kind of days too right um you know but i always felt i think i'm a i think i am a driven person so and i even if no one's looking i want to do the best job right but it, and
1: it speaks to all the things that you've built like I obviously guess. you don't need someone to whip you to produce like you're doing it when you shouldn't be
0: when you yeah when no one's looking right yeah. And that's the thing about rock stars is I think that you have to kind of hire the people who can manage themselves and who will do things above and beyond. And look, I'm not saying that that's not easy. That's hard to find.
1: I'd say rock stars are like, you know, unicorns or like this rare animal. And then most of those breed of people are driven (laughs) by their own idea. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, how do you find this rock star? and then convince them of your idea and so they have to also like think it's a good idea mm-hmm. like working with you like be driven on your thing instead of you know
0: I don't think it's easy but I think it's um look I don't know what it, it's really hard for me to imagine what happened cuz I wasn't there for a month mm. I was fucking gone right and yet not only did things not fall to shit like like fall to pieces but they did well. Like they, things ran well without me. And you said they removed you from conversations. <laughs> they finally, oh yeah, I right? They removed me from from projects so that I didn't get notifications during this like time. And it was like, and and, it, and it's so funny because like I didn't, you know, it was a it was a moment where I really didn't even care because I have mm-hmm. such a it was such a uh, an experience for me to, to be a, away from it. But then when I came back, they were kind of like, we got it. You know, we kind of we kind of we have it, you know, and, and I think it's not really about it wasn't about the things that I had put in place prior to maybe it was and it's subconscious like this whole, you know, maybe I empowered people and didn't realize I was actually doing that. But I walked away and people stepped up, right? It wasn't the. Mm-hmm it wasn't like i had built like the perfectly driven system of like how to the run the situation you.
1: was also such that if you were ever going to be the person to step up like that was the time that you would that do it. that was the time
0: right sure so i do think though it's a mix i think it's a mix of you know hiring the right people who care about the business mm. and then you know empowering them as a as a as a ceo or as a, a an owner empowering them to like do their job and not look over their shoulder, like not be a micromanager and and, and ask asking, like we talked about this in like in when we talk about hiring people. But and I think you understand this more than anybody I know, which is I when I hire people, I don't want to hire somebody to just do a fucking job. Mm. I want them to do a job and then tell me what job that they should also be doing. Or like, you know, like be the self, you know, the person who comes in and is like, I want to raise. Oh, sweet. Fine. Great. You know, like they're, they're, they're go-getters and they're hard to find for sure, but they're out there. And if you're patient enough, you can do it. And yeah, they might be expensive. Not in the beginning. I had people that worked their way up the ladder, right? Just like in any other company, but it's like, that's so relieving. And plus, you can talk to them like a fucking person. You know, you can.
1: I you just can, can't imagine either of us being like the guy in the back of the boat yelling heave ho.
0: You know what I mean? Like, right. Throw out of water, in the water, right, out, right. Like, like fucking figure it out. Yeah, no, that's such a nightmare for me. So, yeah. So I think the biggest thing that you can do to to get your business as close to autopilot as possible is to hire the right people. Mm. Uh, I hate saying that. I don't wanna, I don't want to say that. Because it's such I a I mean, you want to obviously hire the right people. No, if, what, what is that? I I don't What think is that, that statement? What is that? Sta- how does that help anyone?
1: No, it doesn't right? because no one's right? hiring the wrong people and I honestly don't believe that price has anything to do in that like situation. No, it doesn't. Some of the best people, uh they're just hungry and they, they actually don't need the most. They don't want the most. Yeah. You know?
0: what's a what's a more actionable like all right let's say i want to let's say you were uh, all right i'll say this to you um you know let's say what what is your what is your desire right now in your business like what do you wish was completely on autopilot
1: i wish the podcast was on autopilot the
0: list of money matters podcast
1: yeah and i mean i feel like we talk a lot about that it's just, it's just okay. a lot of work it's not that i don't like it you know yeah it's hard.
0: Okay. So my advice to you would be like, well, then just hire the right person. Mm. And you'd be like, fuck you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Which I think it's been a conversation <laughs> that we had.
0: Right. Right. Okay. So what's like, what do you want to hear?
1: I want to hear uh, what, what I, what I really want is mm-hmm. I want, this, this is what I want. I okay. want to hear you say, Andrew. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I've come up with a document and I'm right. interviewing people. Right. Don't worry. I'll train them as well. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm, but 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 why do you want that?
1: If you had a dollar for every time I try to get you to do videos <laughs> for me.
0: <laughs> right. I know. That's true. How? But why do you want that? I mean, or sorry. Why does that come to your mind first? It's because you know that I'm capable of it, right? Hmm. You know that like uh, if, if you passed it to me, it would be in good hands.
1: Yes. And, okay. and I think the thing is, like, you've spent all this blood, sweat, and tears making this thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever the standards are, however you feel about things, uh, those feelings and standards and stuff kind of need to be carried forward in some sense. Yeah. And so the person to, like, step in with you has to, like, see that.
0: Okay. I don't know. Thought exercise. Mm. Where do you find that person?
1: So our best moves have always been like into our own fan base. Yeah. Yeah. Tapping I, your own audience. We had ZipRecruiter as an no. advertiser. Yeah. Thankfully they're not an advertiser on this show and no one listens. Yep. Um I, but I get free credits. And I yeah. can also use my own code and get more free credits. And I have mm-hmm. never been able to find anyone through any of these things. I mean not through a lack of trying.
0: So I found Michelle who's basically runs Swim University um and is it's completely like I, I think the word is invaluable, right? When they're so valuable they're not valuable anymore. No, mm. that's not right. I don't know what the word I, invaluable is indispensable. Means. It just, yeah, it's just yeah, just like crucial, right? Mm. Critical amente. Critical amente. <laughs> uh, by tapping the Money Lab audience, but she wasn't a subscriber to Money Lab. Mm. Somebody who was a subscriber to Money Lab mm. knew her and thought she would be the right person for the job, and then she Went and filled out the application, so it was like not even a direct, you know, audience member. It was an audience member who knew somebody who would be right the right fit. So, so if you have an audience, that's a great place to start. I also think too the same way, and this is going to resonate with you hard core.
1: Open, open the comments at the bottom of your posts.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I would never, I would never ask you to do that.
1: that that's how I found you.
0: No way. Oh yeah. No fizzle. But you commented on um, yeah, but I, I, I no, but I but I found your site because of Fizzle, yes, so yes. technically, yeah. Um, but competitor research, right? We do that mm. for for topics for our. You're website. saying like
1: find their writers, and yeah? Well, their well,
0: writers. well, okay. You know other podcasts that do what we do. They have producers. It, this is I'm an sure. obsession of mine, and yeah. I, I
1: think that you you know, and maybe it's like completely unfounded, and, and like say as much. But I feel that we have this way of doing things and we figured whatever it is that we figured out, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to teach these people. I'm going to show them the way, show them the light. Yeah. And then they're going to go across the pond to bumble, bumble, mm-hmm. whatever site. And then they're going to teach them everything. Like they're going to know my secrets or know yeah. how I do things. They're going to take my docs with them. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess if I pluck someone, I'm afraid that they're just going to then they already know the other people. They'll jump somewhere else. So I want to, like, grow them from scratch.
0: All right. I mean, and that's insane, but fair.
1: Yes, it's <laughs> definitely insane.
0: Um, so the the problem with that, though, is you're going to waste a lot of time growing the wrong people, I think, right?
1: Mm. Which, which has happened.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we see it in developers constantly with Lasso, and we see it um, with constantly writers.
1: one, one since No, you know, fuck
0: no. Since I've been with the company, there's been three you've gone through. There's three? been one who mastered everything. And for me, I'm just like, dude, that's the guy. Like, fuck everybody else. Like, why? The thing
1: is, like, if if he goes away, you know that that would super suck.
0: That would super suck, right? So that you found, but you did cultivate him, right? Yes. So, yes, it's possible, but you're going to go through. You know, you're going to end up going through a lot of like trial and error, and you know, it's gonna it's time wasting, and 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 then you produce things that are not the greatest during that Mm. time but you you learn and maybe may, you know it's kind of like you plant a bunch of seeds and maybe one seed takes
1: hmm.
0: that's but one way also to do it
1: together produced many less than savory things
0: sure you
1: know, as it's part of the process
0: part of it yeah sure but I I, I don't know like wh- wh- fine you don't want to Look, I don't think you. No, I mean
1: it's not that I wouldn't take somebody with experience. I guess I wouldn't look to say another personal finance website. But maybe you don't have to look.
0: Maybe maybe you don't have to be that specific. Maybe you just look to another podcast that's not in your genre.
1: See, in that case, I think Uh, that would make a lot of sense. And I actually didn't even think consider that. I I wouldn't even know where to how to begin on that. There's so many podcasts.
0: Well, I mean, you know, other podcasters, right?
1: Yeah, but you know. People from like Gimlet Media aren't well, going to leave well, that okay. with benefits well, to come well, to. Okay.
0: But here's the thing. Just, yeah, that's, the, that's a big stepping stone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other people in our industry who do like who we know that do podcasts that have nothing to do. Like, for example, like I know people who do homebrewing podcasts. I could just ask them, like, do you guys have anybody that produces your podcast? You know, maybe it's a freelancer. And I can be like, "Oh, would you mind pass me their name? I would love to chat with them about a totally different podcast." And maybe you give somebody who is but trying to start up their business an extra gig.
1: If you know, and and you don't come up with the you know concepts per se. I know I know you have a stake a stake in it with Money Lab, but Stephanie knows you know what Money Lab is about, and because we exactly have meetings, you are thinking right, too. yeah. Um, but to bring someone in to say, "Listen, money matters." Hmm. Do, they don't know the brands or even the space i couldn't fathom them being useful no
0: you know? but you're assuming right off the bat they're going to come like, in audio green
1: production or editing i'm sure an expert in that regard or story well,
0: see but now you're talking them. mechanical turk you're not you're not talking a producer right and so like i think there somebody who wants the job will go and do the research and they'll be like mm. i understand what you are all about i listened to the past you know 50 episodes kind of like briefly, but I did it. And then I looked at your competitors and here's what I think we should do. And you're like, great, go forth and, and produce that. And that might cost you a little bit more, but maybe you find the person who doesn't.
1: I mean, I, and I'm not even skeptical. I mean, I am, I am a little bit, but I, I just feel like, like, dear God, if like that was a real thing, I couldn't imagine. I honestly couldn't having somebody,
0: I mean, take it to that level. I'll tell you what, Steph doesn't just produce this show. She produces two other shows that have nothing to do with like online business.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, I don't know. I think they're out there.
1: Come to me. Email maybe, me. maybe,
0: right. And maybe if they're out there, here's the all right, fair enough. We're tapping audiences, right? Mm. If anyone's listening still <laughs> after all <laughs> our rambling and you have an interest in, producing a very very popular podcast called listen money matters it's a personal finance podcast we're looking to grow the audience we're looking to make our lives easier it's very similar to money lab where we kind of take a topic and we kind of expand on it the difference is is that you know with this topic of running our businesses on autopilot we live and breathe this shit here at -hmm. money lab at listen money matters we don't live and breathe um you know investing in gold for example like that we're not we're not we're not miners by any by any means so there is a lot more research that needs to be done over at listen money matters in in the terms of money right so a lot more research a lot more you know go out see what this podcast is talking about so what's what's in the zeitgeist right now what is are people nervous about you know, the recession or what the fuck is Trump doing what or like
1: people be interested in what questions, right? They have? Cause there's a
0: huge audience of people who are like, they have, they send in questions constantly. Like there's a lot to like look at and distill down, but there's so much material. There's so much. And I think not only do you have to know, man, this is going to make a great episode. I want, I need to give Andrew and Matt the, the, the fodder in a, in a Google doc, to really make a great episode and, or I need to, you know, pick the right interview, you know, person to, to come on the show to really like drive it home. Cause they're, they're, Oh, they're be, They've been good on these other podcasts and they're, they're charismatic and you know, there's vetting involved with all that. And just like making a good show, it's really mm-hmm. difficult. It's kind of like anybody who's a YouTuber knows that like, and it's not just, you know, I mean like, like somebody like Thomas, Thomas Frank, who like he has to put together an entire like show, basically, mm. even though it's like a fifteen minute podcast or a fifteen minute like video, there's like B roll. There's like a lot of but moving you parts. Know Thomas
1: has it systematized to the un- umpteenth degree. Like, yeah, ultra max. His systems have systems, and but the he, babies of those systems. Yes, have but systems.
0: he is still a person who mm. has to sit there and like craft this. Script, or or even if he's not maybe the one doing the initial script, he's probably the one punching it up. Or if he's not the one editing, he's the one overseeing. There's a whole he's a project manager. You know, he's
1: he's in the process,
0: right? And and he's part of it too. He's in the process. He's part of the process. He's managing the he's he's the product. He's the project manager, and he's also the talent, and he's also the script supervisor, and all these other things. Hmm. So that we're you know you're looking for somebody like that because. The problem that you have with Listen Money Matters, and this is the biggest problem of all, right? Which is, we, you, and I started it. Mm. However many years ago was it? Now six,
1: something like that,
0: seven. Jeez, yeah. Two 2000- so thousand
1: after six, I don't count anymore. I just dude said is it six what, or more? <laughs> no,
0: I think we started. Did we start it November of two thousand thirteen? Two
1: thousand thirteen, maybe. Yeah,
0: that sounds right. Seven years, dude. Wow. <laughs>
1: ridiculous
0: right you and i cared like a fuckload right yeah about the show we i was the one doing the we editing had like three
1: meetings a week where we would just be talking about what we were gonna do yeah
0: and then it dude it was a it was everything that was mm. all we really were doing yeah Was like that podcast and then like the the website and then it's like okay well now we're doing all these other things, like the podcast has brought on a lot of other opportunities that you you had you were growing the website and all this stuff. And now the podcast is like, whoa, we can't put that same amount of time towards it. And so, mm-hmm. but the podcast itself is really just an engine for growth. It's not necessarily like the whole engine, right? It's not the whole brand.
1: It do- yeah, it, it doesn't really pay the bills. Doesn't pay the I mean, bills. It, it pays plenty of bills, but right. It, it
0: it it more than yeah it's not the only thing but it requ- but because we put so much like that's the reason we did so well in the beginning is because we mm. put all of ourselves into it but now we can't and so we need to hire that third person to put all of themselves in it and we can still just do the thing that we're good at
1: help bring the best of you and i forward
0: Out. you know right dad is hard Ugh. Yeah. So is there any, well, all right. So, but you, but we realize that's. I think it's one person, right? I think it's, I think it's a job for one. And maybe they don't have to do the editing, right? You can I, hire I it's the thing. They don't
1: even need to do the editing, mm-hmm. right? Like that uh, is taken care of. And it's more making sure that like, you don't say something dumb yeah. that like people will hate you for or same, you yeah. know, and, and we have that covered. It's more of like, what is a good show how does it come together a producer yeah
0: right um it's a hard job to find but i think it's i think it's worth the effort to find for sure because it is such an important part to listen to money matters as a brand
1: you know i think one of the things that you had said to me that that shifted my mindset um Is that like, I know that it's like going to be hard to find this person. And I, I kind of felt, and I'd said as much to you a lot that like, I don't know if anyone can really, uh, do it or, or not like that they can't do it, but they're not going to be able to think about it the right way. And, Mm -hmm. um, you had, and you didn't really have to convince me hard, but you essentially said that I'm not special and that you're not special Mm -hmm. and that, um, What needs to be done can be done by anybody as long as it's like structured,
0: systematized, yeah, yeah. But it does take you to create that system, Mm. and then it does take you to cultivate that person to adapt to that system to you know to produce that thing. It is going to take time, and it's just like
1: truth be told, you take this person who's awesome and you bring mm -hmm. him in. That you have to marry them into the existing, yeah. How we record, what the brand <sighs> needs.
0: I'll tell you what, too. That's really hard because I've I've done that with like sales. I've done that with whenever I try to bring somebody in.
1: Sales is hard.
0: Yeah, sales is hard. When I try to bring somebody into like the way we do things, it's like I'm trying to fit. I might be trying to fit a you know a square block into a round hole because mm. like they need everyone needs some sort of like flexibility, like let, let them figure out what makes a good show instead of going like, here's what makes a good show, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you could kind of like give it a loose structure and say like, we need to hit these points, but then everything else you have carte blanche to kind of like finagle and do whatever you need to do. I don't know. And I think it's also about trusting and talking to that person. It's not like, like I would never hire somebody um, that I have never spoken to to do Money Lab the podcast to produce the podcast, mm. I would need to have multiple conversations with that. You're
1: person. You're saying because they need to know you, or... they need to know,
0: yeah, that, and they need to like. Here's the thing about when I hired Michelle to do some University, and I think this is probably one of the best things I've ever done, and I've never, I don't really talk about it, hmm. and I've never written it down, and I, I don't even know if I could even go back and find it. The way I the way I developed the, um, and uh, maybe this is a questionnaire type thing. Yes. Uh, maybe because this is a good idea for you. I
1: have it because you sent it to me mm. and then I know Thomas did a similar thing and I literally triangulated what you guys did for and it, myself. And it worked. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think it's the only way it was like this, uh, Google docs series mm-hmm. of questions that yeah, was were Google kind form. of like, yeah, yeah well, that's what I mean. Google form. Mm-hmm. I like saves to Google docs and, um, it's like a, a series of questions that kind of like escalate and become they're like rigid in the beginning and become like more open-ended as you go forward.
0: Yeah. Here's, here's what I did and I, I try to do this for sales. It didn't work, but I, I did this for uh editorial
1: sales is like, you have to talk to them for sales. I think because I ha- it's a personality thing. I
0: know, but I had some good ideas there and I do want to share them because I think it okay. would, I still think it'll work. It didn't work the first time I did it, but I think it would work the if second time. If
1: you can time. only deadpan, I don't know if you could sell. I don't yeah,
0: know. Yeah. Well, all right. Here's what I did. So, for to find, at the time, I was looking for an editor in chief. That was the, 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 you know, in my mind, I'm like, I want somebody to basically own some university's editorial calendar. All right. Mm. And what I did, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before and I don't know if I really expressed this to you, but basically I created a questionnaire on a Google form that all I really wanted to know was, Do are you me? Are, are you and I the same person? You know, like the reason that you can trust me to take over Listen Money Matters is because you know me and mm-hmm. you and I share the same exact tastes, right? So you, you know I know what a good episode is and yeah. vice versa, right? So what is it is that re- so? Do you really need to know if I'm good at podcasting, or do you really need to know that we have the same tastes and therefore I can mold you into a podcast producer?
1: You know, and it, uh, uh, the latter,
0: right. and it,
1: it's the taste. And I think it speaks to one of the questions that you had on your, um, your interview. Did you pull thing. it up? No, no, no. I, oh. I, I remember it because I thought oh. it was great, where you had them give examples of articles that they thought were excellent. Examples Mm -hmm. of articles I thought were not great. You had them like do commentary on something, like find something at Swim University and, you know, make comments. I remember all of them. It was very like open ended, uh, where you were essentially eliciting taste. Where if like someone was like, everything at Swim University is awesome, I'd like delete it.
0: Delete it. Yeah. It's got like the Willy Wonka. Like you failed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You, You need to have something to complain about.
0: Right. So, so I. One of my questions was send me three YouTube URLs of videos mm. that made you crack up.
1: Mm.
0: I'm not saying send me a video that you think will make me laugh, because then that doesn't mean we have the same taste. That means right. you're just trying to find, you know, if you think, if you know I'm into, uh, you know, uh, toilet humor, you're just going to send me like a, a toilet flushing. You're going to be like, I'll laugh at that. But send me three videos. That made you laugh as they, as a you know, and I remember Michelle sent me. It's a tough uh,
1: question because the person filling it out doesn't know
0: if it's right. something that makes them
1: laugh, but the one if it doesn't make you laugh, right. or You don't
0: get it. That's not the point, though. The point is to I, find no, out, I know. It, right? So, and it's a great question because I think like they're just going like, oh, you know, my favorite video is this one, and it's mm. like, do, do you and I share the same like? If if I laugh at it, then we both think the same things are funny. And one of the and I remember. So she sent me three videos, but I don't remember what the other two were, but one of them I laughed out loud, which was a, it was a, it was like a five second video and it was titled WWJD, right? What would Jesus do? Right. And it was a picture. It was a fucking video of a guy dressed as Jesus in a Mustang, like taking a shopping cart at Target and his hand was out the window, like taking the shopping cart and driving his car and then like putting the shopping cart like in the little shopping cart collector. <laughs> and it was just like I've, and I'm like, that's one of my just happened to be one of my things that like I always make sure that when I go shopping, I put the cart into the cart You're receptacle. So I well, because I know that job sucks to go around and like <laughs> and also like you don't want that cart going rogue and smashing somebody else's car. That's true. You know, so that I fucking cried. And then the other thing was, I had, um, you you had mentioned this earlier, I had a, a question that was like, send me three URLs of articles that you think, like, are the best of the best of the internet, like articles that you just think are like, whatever. And there were, there was, there was like two in my mind. There was two, I had two that in my head of the best of the best. And one of them was a New York Times article about climate change. And. She fucking picked it. Like, picked the exact URL I had in my head, Wow. and I was like, okay. And then, not only that, did she collude with no? (laughs) On top of that, one of the uh, one of the there was two other questions at the end, right? The end was here is an article on Swim University, and I, Hmm. you know, I I sent a link to the article, and then I had an open ended like, tell me what you would do to improve this article, right? Mm. And the article was purposefully a piece of shit article, right? But I but but since I was tapping my own audience, I knew that no one would really take a shit on me, right? No one would be like, because everyone think I didn't write it, but everyone would think that I wrote it and they wouldn't want to like critique it the way it deserved to be critiqued. But because Michelle wasn't really part of my audience, I think, she eviscerated it and rightfully so, mm. right? And then the second question was. Um, I had aspirations on buying this YouTube channel, right? This guy was making these like coffee YouTube videos mm-hmm. that I thought were awesome, right? And he didn't have any sort of monetization thing. And I'm like, well, if I buy this for some university and like pay him to do these shows, I'm basically like a Netflix, right? I'm buy- I'm mm-hmm. paying for this guy to do these-, these shows for me. And, but there were some critiques I had about it. And I put that up as a YouTube video, and I'm like, critique this video. Like, tell me what you would do differently or what you would change or all that. And it was really open-ended to find out, like, do you and I share the same things that we would change on that video? Or do you present ideas that I hadn't even thought of and were like, yes, I agree. So, the, the, like, to n- – none of it was like, hey, edit this article, or hey, are do you know what grammar is, or – Nothing. Nothing was. You want to see like the
1: inside of their head.
0: Yes, it was a question to figure out: Are you and me going to click? Are Mm. am am I going to say the f word on a presentation, and you're going to be like, "Ooh, uh, you know, you've triggered me." Like, no, like we are the same person. I can treat you with mutual respect because we because we share the same taste. And I don't give a fuck if you're a good editor. Any, you you could write. You could figure out how to write. You could figure out how to produce a podcast. You Mm. could figure out how to make a video. Like those are things. Those are like. Skills that you can uh, um, learn, right? And perhaps want to learn because yeah, clearly you're me. You're the same. We're kind of like we're cut from I shouldn't say me, we're cut from the same cloth. Right. That is what I did to find out. And I think it worked like gangbusters. Unfortunately, during the whole process, she was lit out of twenty seven people who filled it out, she was literally the only one I contacted. Cause she had like Korea. she had nailed every goddamn question.
1: Oh, my God. The only one that that, that would be scary. I mean, we're there were
0: out. other ones that probably like were follow ups. But mm. I mean, I don't know. I, she just like come like almost like and I got on Skype with her and like within like 15 minutes. I'm like, you're hired. It's done. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, we, all right. We're we're going to we we'll be fine.
1: So so you find your person. Yeah. Now, there was a show mm-hmm. that you turned me on to that, that I had uh. not heard of. <laughs> um, He's one of my faves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Lemonis, I, I believe yes. on Instagram, it's it's a picture of him fumbling a bunch of lemons. Um, it's funny, yeah, right. It's clever, clever yeah. man. And his whole thing's people process products right? So you got to swim university, it's good. Mm-hmm. You find Michelle, she's good. You know, they're they're both great. the The process part, um, I had never really committed much thought to. You mm-hmm. know, people came and helped, and I kind of told them what to do. Yeah, and it was kind of like the lore of the business mm-hmm. like and you said it's like this we've always done it like this and it's like passed on from whatever yeah uh you really uh became obsessed with process mm. I don't know if it was because of Marcus no
0: or before that but yeah but yeah Marcus definitely yeah it, it, it was like oh I <laughs> he like he said it in three words and I'm like I'm doing something right
1: well, you, you have a lot of like good things that you do with that and, and you cover it in your courses and stuff like that. But but I think uh or what I want to know from you is like what is a process to you? Mm. And say you just take producing the Money Lab podcast as an example.
0: Okay. Uh the hm. All right. So the process oof. The the process basically is a frictionless series of events i'm trying to like make this as like pragmatic as possible like it's a no frictionless- more than six words right, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so i'm doing a haiku here um it's like it's like a, a series of actions that result in the the thing that you want so like you have to like for, like the way that i like to build a process out is by doing it soup to nuts now that's me i i i i feel like i'm a jack of all trades and I like learning new things. So, you know, when it came to producing a podcast, I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do all mm. the steps. Right. And then once I have. We would record it, episodes and you'll be like, I'll cut that out. And you would never cut it. Never out. cut it out. No.
1: <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so so I
0: so you so you do the whole thing soup to nuts and it's sloppy mm. and it's awful. Right. You you just kind of like barrel your way through getting a product out the door. Right. And then you have to look at it, you take that, you have to like kind of like journal through the process and you document that and you go, okay. And you kind of look at it, you know, from a holistic point of view where you're like, okay, I see the whole thing. All right, well, wow, it took uh, three hours to like write a script. All right, well, you know, how do we shorten that? And you, and you basically just take the production process and you do it sloppy at first and then you refine, 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 refine until... You basically have such a tight process that you can knock out things. And the same, the same the the best way to figure this out is to think of it like you're producing an iPhone, right? Mm. Think about the or a car. Like think about all of the moving parts that it takes to build a car and all the different like departments it has to go through to become a product. It is a series of bottlenecks, the most bottlenecks of all, of all things. And what we do really isn't that many. So it's kind of easy to think of it, right? It's like, oh, well, if I can do all the, like I couldn't build a car from start to finish. But if you could, you know, like what would you do differently? And I, and, and the, the 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 hardest part is to kind of step back from it as the person who does all the things and break it down into individual tasks and then figure out a way to increase the speed of each task and figure out where the bottlenecks are you know when it comes to podcasting specifically the money lab podcast it was like the thing that i kept having a problem with was i kept saying to myself what the fuck is the money lab podcast what is it Mm. what am i doing and steph always had the answer whenever i would talk to her just as a you know just as somebody i live with and my girlfriend i would be like babe i don't get this like i know what i want it to feel like, but I don't know what it is. And she would always be able to articulate it better than I could to the point where I was like, you clearly know this show better than I know this show. That's my bottleneck. I couldn't figure out what topics to do. And she would always quickly be able to figure it out. And so I was the bottleneck in the topic figure outer position. Right. And that's just one. That's just one piece of the process. And so she was like, I know what to do. She was able to come up with all of the things. Great. Great. And then I would sit down and go, I don't know how to do the scripts. I don't know how to, uh. and she knew, but you know, so she basically solved a lot of problems the, the problem that she didn't have solved was editing, right? I was mm-hmm. still doing all the editing of the, of the thing. So you, you basically have like come up with a topic, write the script or write the, you know, produce the show. Basically, you know, do the research, find out what people want to know. All that's all that, you know, all the really like big things you know the 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 spread the uh, the Google Doc we're looking at right now, and then recording right. So re- the technical parts we understand. Microphones. Uh, let's try Zencaster. Zencaster automatically uploads to Google Drive. Okay, like we can figure out that process It's very simple for us. It's it's mechanical, right? Whereas like writing a script and figure out an idea, they're not mechanical. They're more like uh, yeah, it requires like a human brain, maybe not even our brain to kind of figure out. Um, And then, once it's recorded, it goes back to being uh, mechanical again. Okay, well, take the fucking audio files, chop them all up, add the the music here and there, upload it, you know, upload to Megaphone, add in the description, you know, schedule the ads, all that stuff. That's a really long set of individual tasks, Mm. right? And I can sloppily go through all of it, you know, personally. I could do all the pieces. Or I can just do the one piece that requires my voice, uh, talking, and then Steph ended up figuring out the first part. <coughs> so we figured out the first part. I got the second part.
1: Third the third part. And the-
0: yeah, the prep is the first part mm. and scheduling and all that stuff. Uh, second part is the actual recording. The third part is the production side, the the post side, right? So you have the, um, you know, edit the show, uh, turn it into an MP3 with the music and everything, and then upload that MP3 to Megaphone and schedule it in the Megaphone. All those pieces. Instead of the pieces, ad spots. And- yeah, all those things are literally, to, uh, maybe not the editing part, but, but, but the, all the post stuff can be done by a, if there were a robot who could do it, great. But that's not that doesn't exist in the world so we have to hire a human being to do that. Now we could sit there and say, well, Steph does the first part, Matt does the second part, uh, somebody does the fourth part or the third part and then someone does the fourth you know the fourth part. the third part being the editing, the fourth part being the uploading. So I could say Stephanie does the beginning, I do the middle, um, say Tony does the editing and then Stacy does the uploading and and whatever. Cool. four people it takes four people. To do a podcast. Sounds like a lot. Take a podcast from start to finish. Or the person in the beginning, Steph, right? I go, hey, would you be interested in learning how to edit? Because you're producing the show. You know, editing is really just technical work. It's not rocket science. And she was like, yeah. So she learned how to edit. Now, I taught her how to do that, you know, through a series of videos I had recorded for for, for her in how I edit. And now she's editing. It's like, okay. Now she also uploads it and does all that stuff. She could hire somebody to do that, but you know, it's it's easy enough for her to do. And she has produced a show soup to nuts, except for one part, which is the part where it requires my voice. And that's it. And so I have it's really, you know, it takes three people to produce this show you, me, and Steph. And it happens every week.
1: I mean that's awesome, and I guess the fact that it all kind of just happens. Um, it took a t- it took.
0: I mean, I did this show for for eight months, soup to nuts. Mm. You know, it was me. I did the so that you, know, you knew what needed to be done and exactly. Then- I had the whole process written down. I stepped back and I'm like, and I could say it now. Well, who's going to do the topic collection? You know, that's a one thing I had to do. You know who's going to do the record, and then and then you figure out who's going to record the goddamn episode. Well, okay. has we, to be. We've me. talked
1: a lot about process things. Yes. Me and you just kind of and whatever. And yeah. Um. And and you always say that you like document it. Mm. And sometimes I'm doing things, and I think like I should probably be documenting this. Mm-hmm. I've I've never I've yet to do that. I guess I'm curious. Like when you say document it, what do you mean, or how exactly do you do it? Do you, All right. I'm guessing you don't go. I went to click edit, then I clicked this, and then I typed this. Yeah. I see your eyes widen
0: Yeah. You, All right. Oh wow,
1: that's like really yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: I'll give you a great example cuz it just happened. Now, you said to me, um so so we're working on Lasso. Lasso in the, in the very near future is going to have the ability to check for broken links and check for out of stock items, mm. right? Right now, it does not. As of recording this on January 9th, I just want to make that very clear because it will in the future.
1: Maybe when this goes live.
0: Maybe when this goes live. Okay. So you say to me, and I, and, and maybe I won't even give out the name just because they're <laughs> a competitor and let's just do let's just give ourselves a little bit of a, some credit here. Yes, you I know what company you're talking about. But okay. Yes. You say to me, use this company to solve this problem for the time being. And I, and you know, basically to check broken links on on affiliate links and, mm-hmm. and out of stock products for Amazon. And I say, you know, well why would I do that? Well, one because Steph came to me and said, you know, listen, we're spending a lot of time as a company fixing bro- fixing broken links and and fixing out of stock items. Mm-hmm. And th- and we're doing that kind of hunting and pecking for them. We don't know when they're going to show up, we don't know if it's going to work, but is there a program out there that does it? Yes, there is. Okay, so you're the one that said, do that. I said, okay. Now, what I could have done is I could have said, hey, uh, I signed us up for this thing, Michelle or Steph or Stacy or anybody, go do this thing, right? But instead, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I want to see it through soup to nuts. I want to do the whole fucking process. And so I did. I, you know, 13 broken links came in, right? And I went and I started... Fixing those broken links on Swim University using this tool. And then I was finished doing it. I had fixed all 13 links and I went into Asana and I went to my tutorial and resources project and I created a uh, a task called fixing broken links and out of stock affiliate links. Right. Mm-hmm. And within that task, I created a, 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 you know, in the description, I wrote one log into blank. Soon available in Lasso. Two, scroll down to Amazon link health section. Three, click on broken or out of stock affiliate link and find a new link. Four, search for that link in Lasso and replace URL with a new one. Five, update the title and slug if needed. Simple, right? Mm. I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to go through, there might be 10 broken links this time. I'm going to fix them. I'm going to go into this thing and maybe I did something different. I'm going to keep adding to this list. And then eventually I'm going to film a video of me doing it. And then eventually I'm going to give it to Stacy or Michelle or somebody else to be like, here's exactly the process on how to do it. And I'm going to make it repeat every two weeks or every month to go do in Asana. And therefore I have, I don't have to do it anymore. I'm done. But I know that that problem is every solved. two
1: weeks. A task will automatically be created assigned to say Stacy. Sure. And she'll know to do it. She'll check for the broken links, fix it, check it
0: off. Yep. done. And, and she will have, you just don't even, you're not right. Involved. And she'll have reference to the original document, the original SOP, you know, the standard operating procedure mm-hmm. on exactly how to do it. Now, if something changes, she may not, she may go in and update that if she's, you know, if she wants to, or she may just go, Oh, I, you know, like, Hey, this particular program changed the way they did stuff. I'm going to change it or whatever. Um, Or she might ask me like, hey, what about this? You know, and she may say, I ran into this specific problem. It wasn't addressed in the SOP. What do I do? And so instead of me going in and just fixing her problem for her, I'll go into the SOP, fix it there, and then send that to her. And then she goes and does that problem. But Mm. you you do have to practice that, you know? For example, I, uh, so recently I've been working a lot on doing opt-in bribes for some university, right? Mm -hmm. And I developed a reactivation campaign on convert kit to reactivate, um, cold email subscribers, right? So Mm -hmm. I go in and I develop this, you know, automation, but the problem with that automation is that every once in a while, I have to log into ConvertKit. I have to go to cold subscribers. I have to check all the subscribers. I have to add a tag to those subscribers, which is called activate it, which sends them into the automation, which sends them through the automation. And then when they're done, they either get tagged as terminate or reactivate it. Right?
1: Mm.
0: When they're tagged as terminate, somebody has to go in, go to that terminate tag, check all those people, delete those subscribers. Now, I'm doing all of that right now myself. But I am creating individual tasks that come up in Asana for me to do those things. I'm going to do them for two or three months and eventually I'm going to say, Stacey or Michelle or or Stephanie or anybody, Tony, Raz, anybody, go do this thing that I was doing previously. It's so dummy proof that Mm -hmm. like, just go do it. Or I'll hire somebody totally new to go do that thing. You basically like, for me, I process things out for myself as I'm doing them, and then once it becomes like, why am I doing this? And you you have to, it's just really like a lot of self-awareness. You know? So, I don't know if that's helpful or not.
1: No, it's super helpful. Oh, okay.
0: Well, so, um, the biggest question though, and this is what we talked about pretty much all day, is what do you want your role to be in your own business going forward? Like, what is it? What is our special sauces that that like literally we couldn't hire for?
1: I mean, I think it's the, the experience kind of running and building these things and, and just deciding what we do, like the direction we go. What will Swim University be in mm-hmm. two years and what won't it be?
0: You, it, you know? it, it sounds like seo job or seo fuck ceo yes, SEO. Job. <laughs> yeah, yeah seo but yeah ceo job it's like very big picture business meeting you know kind of
1: i think the thing is to to be or what i've realized about myself and i think it's very similar for you is if you have this like entrepreneurialness about you you're really uh-huh. good at like conceptualizing things starting them and taking them to the whatever the first few rungs on the ladder is yes and after that you know it, a lot of it is maintenance yes and maintenance is easy but as like this person that's entrepreneurial you kind of are already know the next thing you want to do so you're ready to move and i think it's like um handing off yeah the maintenance things so that you're free to do the other things but at the end of the day if someone's doing the maintenance stuff, you still have the vision. So you still need to kind of like pull the the puppet strings. Yeah,
0: that that is, I think, exactly what an entrepreneur is. Mm. I think a lot of people call themselves entrepreneurs, but you're really just running a business. You're a manager, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's not an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur starts things and then- um,
1: Obsessively starts things. Obsess- you know? <laughs> yeah, obsessively <laughs> starts just multiple things. Stop starting things. Stop, yeah, right.
0: That's an entrepreneur to me. Mm. You know, somebody who starts things and then hires a bunch of people to run them. You know, yeah. like they get they can get it off the ground, but then they need to, like, put people in place to run it so that they can go start the next thing.
1: I think you had told me the story of the guy who does Dogfish Head and how oh, he, yeah. you know, was a master brewer and all these things and how he essentially hired all these people to manage him and and tell him what his budget is yes. to do X, Y and Z so that he could maintain Brewing and own that and not run all the other bullshit things. It's one of my favorite it's like pinnacle.
0: Yeah. So it's one of my favorite things because yeah, it was Sam Caligoni and he hired a COO. He is still the CEO, mind mm-hmm. you, but he hired, cause he's still the face of the company, but he hired a COO to tell him, um, you have this much of a budget to go out and brew whatever the fuck you want because he basically put himself in the research and development Things because that's what he was, and that's yeah, how he started. That's what he enjoyed,
1: the and but that he he's a beer it. entrepreneur. He has to keep starting new beers.
0: Exactly. He's not going to re- He's not going to make the same beer every goddamn day. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I. You know, it's, it's so funny. He be- couldn't, but he's already Absolutely. on
1: the next one.
0: It's exactly. Ten beers down the line. What's so funny too? Because I feel the exact opposite as a beer nerd, mm. like as a beer brewer. I want to make the same beer over and over again because I'm trying to perfect it. And I you don't believe know how many years in Exactly. Yeah. He he could have been doing it's that. An and then it's head like
1: to hire a COO. They were you know pretty that. You successful. know what it is?
0: I don't know how many years it took him. Oh, I look, I know, here's what I do know. So there's a beer that they make called Sequench, right? Mm. And it's their uh, session sour. It's awesome, yeah. right? They took two years developing that. Wow. Before it actually became one. And it is now, I think, their best selling beer. But two years of research and development. And just trying over and over again. Like, that sounds like the funnest job ever. (laughs) I mean, for me. That's kind of what you do now. Because you just keep brewing the same beer. And then you're like, now it's perfect. Now it's perfect. And now hand it over to somebody else and let them just run with it. And it's the same thing with processes, right? You experiment, experiment, experiment. Write it down, write it down, write it down. Figure out all the bottlenecks. Solve all the problems yourself. And then hand it to the team. And they will repeat the perfect process over and over again. And your business will scale
1: do that yeah do this scale it
0: right I'm but it takes you it, it takes you as a ceo or as a person in research and development to to establish what is perfect what mm-hmm. is the perfect process for doing x you know and then you can hire somebody else and then you can hire somebody else to oversee that make sure they follow these specific criteria and they don't even have to be mechanical they can be sort of abstract you know they can be a little bit like you know mechanical or, or rigid being like every episode needs to be exactly 60 minutes, mm. you know, versus like every episode needs to have one piece of knowledge, which is XYZ more fluffy.
1: components. Are- right.
0: So you can kind of like kind of mix and match different things. Like each beer has to have, you know, this level of acidity, which is a very specific number, but then it has to have like this expressiveness in the hops. So you can, you can kind of go like a little fluffy on some, some, you know, in some tasks, and then very rigid in others. And the same goes with a podcast, because the 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 choice. You know, it takes somebody with taste to start it. It takes somebody with taste to record it. It takes somebody with taste to maybe edit it, but then it takes somebody with zero taste to upload it and actually publish it. Mm. You know, that there's like there's different pieces of the puzzle that require like a literal fucking robot if we could hire one. Versus somebody that requires a little bit of a... It's a creative job versus a mechanical job. Right, right. And it's just figuring out what those things are and who do you trust as a uh, creative person to fill those roles.
1: And knowing who's good for what role.
0: Exactly. That's the thing. You can have good people and they're just in the wrong seat, Mm. which has happened to me a bunch of times. And you can have the, the reverse. You can have bad people in good seats. So... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And I think, like, as far as the autopilot is concerned, it's really like, it's the it's your ability to hand off the job, but after you've figured out, but after you've documented and figured out your process,
1: and and I think that's the the important part is like you need to solve it because if you don't solve it, you'll never be happy with the results.
0: No, and I think that's the that's the truth for. Listen, money matters. Go so slow. Yeah. I mean, you're the one doing the podcast, not soup to nuts anymore, but you're at least doing the first and second part. Mm. Right. And so maybe you're like, well, I just need the first part to be offloaded. And so it's like That's the dream. Right. But every day you start to do that piece where you uh, you know, where you do that the prep work, Mm. you have to start writing down like I'm visiting the same fucking sites over (laughs) over and over again. You know what I mean? I bet you are. You know, I bet you like always go to like QZ to find something. I bet you always go to some, you know, it's like, there's a few. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a few repeatable jobs within that little job and you may not get it right on the first pass, but like the more you keep doing that, the more you'll find it. You're like, actually there is a hidden system. There and is a hidden even skeleton. If the inspiration
1: part could be just fine. I'll take that. And I'll just, whenever I right. feel it, I'll add to a list. But beyond that, it's
0: yeah, it should be like, yeah. And, and it, or maybe the, even that part, like the part of, you know, the list, like, you know, cu- you know, uh, curating, I guess is, mm. is kind of the job. Um, I don't actually do the curating. Steph does the curating and then I curate with her on, like I filter with her. Mm. So she'll like curate all this stuff or like have all these ideas and then she'll present them to me and then she'll say, what ideas do you have? And then I'll present them to her and then she'll take all of that information and distill it and then goes, here are the episodes. And it's like, oh good. Some of it was me. Some of it was her. We've, we've discussed it as a group in a meeting, and now that is the thing. So it's like, you're not in the dark. I'm not in the dark that we were doing an episode about this. I've known about this right, episode right. For, for weeks and months. Well, probably. that'd be
1: the worst, because what if you decided, like, hey, I don't want to do this.
0: Yeah, or I then, show up, and I'm like, fuck this episode.
1: Yeah, and then, like, all your team's time was
0: for nothing. Waste it, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you, if you're going to do podcast production, you're going you're gonna to have to have a meeting with them, which is the best. Because then you can have like one meeting a month and, and knock out eight episodes in one meeting.
1: Ah, uh, the dream.
0: I know. It's not that, I, I think you could do it. And, and this year and it has to happen. Has to happen. I agree. And I, and I would love to autopilot some more stuff in the future. Like I'm definitely going to autopilot email marketing. That's kind of been my focus for the last month. And I'm going to do it. Probably going to take me a couple months. But yeah. And that's it. Is there anything else you want to add before we go?
1: That's all I got, man. All right. I hear you. Uh
0: okay, I want to thank Matt Russo for sending in my new middle name. I fucking love you. Thank you. Uh, of course, I want to thank Andrew Bamanju for joining me on this episode of Money Lab. Thank you, my friend. Yes. And head over to Money Lab to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email me matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on the show. And feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. If you like this show. Please, for the love of God, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, over Cast Pocket Cast Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. That's good. that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.
1: Please tell your friends about this show.